This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is just about 5.39 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharmila. And it's time now for Trending Today, where we are looking at the various reactions to the Freedom for Palestine rally that took place at Dataran Medeka. You may have uh, heard a lot about it or in fact seen a lot of posts on social media, uh, both over the weekend as well as today. So I think it's familiar to a lot of people. But there have been, I want to say, very mixed reactions uh, coming out of the rally, particularly of people who attended. Yes, because, okay, so first of all, it is worth saying that the mixed reactions are certainly not an indication of the amount of solidarity and support that was shown because a large crowd gathered, um, you know, and uh, at least from the posts that, that have been going up on social media, Lots of, um, you know, very strong, very strong support being shown for the Palestinian cause. Um, essentially, the rally was organized by Viva Palestina Malaysia, as well as Humanitarian Care Malaysia or MyCare. And supporters uh, showed up as early as 9 a.m., including Palestinians living here, as well as other foreign nationals. Uh, lots of Malaysians, of course. And the rally, um, so where the, where the problems or rather the, the complications arose was um, several issues. So um, it was reported that um, a Benjamin Netanyahu protest poster was confiscated. Um, there were also reports from people attending that organizers stopped people from chanting the takbir, asked them to be quiet and listen to the speeches. And um, about those speeches, I think part of the part of the resistance was also that the speeches were almost treated like uh, like one of those formal VIP attended events because um, chairs were being provided for attendees and ministers. Um, you know, people were told to stay quiet and pay attention while people were giving speeches, all of which I suppose contributed to the dissatisfaction around why are we here really? And, and perhaps is that... Is, is this sort of behaviour undercutting the, the importance of the cause that is being championed? Let me just paint maybe some pictures, right? Um, or maybe colour in some of what you're saying because the Netanyahu protest poster, if you haven't seen it, it's certainly been making the rounds and it's, um, it's a sort of portrait of the Israeli Prime Minister with devil horns, you know, um, alluding to him as a war criminal, just that's kind of the tenor of that poster. Um, when it came to the issue of the takbir, what the organisers said, they said, was that they wanted it to be as inclusive an event as possible um, and that there were people of multiple faiths present and therefore they wanted the chance to be something that everybody felt they could participate in. So I'm just kind of, you know, providing context for the various things. The chairs, I cannot say. The chairs I think is very much a product of how how some people prefer to organize events. Maybe I'll, I'll say that. And before we get into the reactions, I think at this point, it's also worth asking a very basic question, which is, what is a rally supposed to be? Because I think for most people, um, the word rally conjures up images of uh, people walking in solidarity, more likely than not, um, people having placards, uh, people, and the emphasis being on people, so the, the sort of common man, so to speak, having their voices heard and being free to express that in a variety of ways. That, I think, is commonly what one might think of as a 
as a rally. Um, this met that in several ways, but then in other ways kind of morphed into more of a gathering, shall we say. Okay, I felt like actually this was a rally interpreted through the general Malaysian lens of some things are okay and then some things we're going to have to tell you how to do it properly. Uh, because that's a little bit what happened, right? Um, and and it is a little odd because I think a rally is, is meant to be, as you said, a coming together, a uniting over a particular cause and they can get heated. They can get very political. In fact, they can get um, in their usage of words or in the phrases and statements that they may say or hold out, perhaps uh, triggering or perhaps a little bit extreme. But I do think that as long as nobody was uh, being uh, hateful or inciting harm, you know, your your old freedom of expression um, uh, sort of line in the stand, it is a little odd that when a rally is used as a space to, in in this case, maybe um, be a little overzealous in what should should and shouldn't be allowed. At least that's what a lot of the reactions seem to be saying. So if we look at um, the if we look at the tweets, Sriva says a peaceful demonstration isn't a toothless demonstration. It's it is supposed to be political. Maybe some of us are cowards and should learn more about organizing protests. Very pointed. And um, I think that is building on the Netanyahu kind of poster because um, Kira Zali says the Netanyahu placard was confiscated. Whose feelings are we trying to protect? Which is a valid point. Yes, um, it, it does seem to be a, a valid point, right? I mean, if it's a rally about Palestine's freedom, I, I feel like, isn't it expected that Netanyahu might be at the centre of a lot of the criticism? That maybe we um, don't need to protect the person who is seen as yes. an oppressor in this yes. instance. Um we also have this tweet that says, I was there and I was shocked to see that there were VIP chairs being put on stage. I didn't expect that there were going to be speeches after speeches. I really hope that everyone was there did not lose hope for Palestine just because the rally didn't go as intended. Um, Ainul says, if it's going to be like this, you might as well just go home and voice out using your own social media. I think this would be better. I've never seen a demo with VVIP seats. It's like you want to fight Israel, might as well just go back. So that's on the side of people who um, thought, you know, well, these things shouldn't really happen at a, a rally for solidarity. However, there were a lot of people also talking about just being there and how much it meant to be able to voice support for Palestinians. Um, Deborah, for instance, who actually, to be fair, also called out a number of these things um, and and, and talked about the criticism, uh, went on to say, um, I was pleasantly surprised by the explicit framing of what's happening as Zionism and not Judaism. Uh, and there were plenty of families. There was an auntie on the train who gave me a free Palestine pin. Someone else gave me a flag. There was a Tamil uncle who was going around giving a little speech about how it's not about religion, but about humanity. People clapped, people cheered. There was a diversity of speakers. Um, there was a message in Mandarin. There was a Palestinian speaker. It did have the vibe of a school assembly and perhaps the organizers aren't as experienced with protest chants, but I'm glad I went and hopeful that the movement can evolve to be more inclusive. So 
that that's interesting, right? Because in other words, it's an acknowledgement that maybe this wasn't exactly what I expected, but that's fine. That ultimately the aim of it is still being met. Uh, we also have uh, Hakim who says, despite whatever that happened throughout the rally, I'm still proud that the turnout was pretty high, which shows how much Malaysians are in this together with the Palestinians, which I agree is the larger message. Um, that should in fact be the, the take home here in terms of a show of solidarity. I, I think though, I would like to return to my original question really, which was, what do we think rallies or demonstrations are supposed to be? And um, perhaps in a country where for a very long time they were seen as dangerous things, not necessarily stuff that people felt okay about participating in, maybe that's why there is still a little bit of a dampening effect on even officially organised rallies have to be done a certain way, have to be... I won't say controlled, but have to be done in a uh, in a manner that people are comfortable with, and perhaps that notion of comfort and a rally don't naturally sit side by side. I mean, let's face it, right? We as Malaysians don't have the best history with rallies and uh, expressing points. Most of the time, rallies um, have been treated as anti-establishment, has been treated as uh, something that needed to be curtailed or curbed or policed. And so maybe it is not surprising that organizers might want to take precautions and just play things a little bit safe. Let's express our points, but let's not get carried away. But... um, yeah, it is. It's it's interesting because in this case, it's a it's a cause that I think by and large isn't necessarily of that type, right? It's not anti-government or anti any politician. Instead, it's actually coming together for a cause uh, for a people. Um, and and so, how do we draw those lines? What is a rally for? I think might actually differ from person to person. Let us know. Uh, did you attend the rally that took place over the weekend uh, that was calling for freedom for Palestine? What did you think of it? But also more broadly, what do you think of rallies as a way to show solidarity? Make a point. That number to call, double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Business. Finance. And music, BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, Arctic Monkeys with Fluorescent Adolescent. Uh, It is 5.52 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharmila. And on Trending Today, we were talking about something that is honestly trending. Um, You know, there have been a lot of tweets and posts about it. And that is the Freedom for Palestine rally that took place in Dataran Medeka over the weekend, which depending on your metric, went well or didn't. Um, So it was well attended. Uh, Many people who went felt that they had gotten their point across. But there were a number of criticisms involving um, the, I guess, general sense that it felt a little bit too organised, maybe close to something like a school... um, Pahimpunan, a school assembly in which there were chairs, in which people were asked to listen to speeches. And so the question really was, What's your take on this? Um, and in general, what do you think of rallies as a way to make a point? That number to call, double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. So uh, let's start with this from Benjamin. Uh, no connection to he who was on a poster that was confiscated. So Benjamin says... People came to the protest and arrived. People came to protest and arrived at Perhimpunan Pagi Sekolah. 
Yeah, so I I think um, this this is what I've been trying to say, right? That I think generally demonstrations and rallies are seen as a place of outpouring of feeling, and and that is typically why some organizers or why uh, the government have been kind of reticent around the notion of rallies because of the amount of emotion. But that's what they're there for. It, you know, that that's mm. really the purpose. So if you kind of dampen it into a perhimpunan or a school assembly kind of vibe, um, it may feel more controllable, but then people might also feel dissatisfied. Yes, and it takes away from that sort of organic coming together, people power feel that you know, rallies thrive on. Um, Ahuat, meanwhile, says, if you rally to make a point, is your point heard? If your point is not heard, then what's the point? Is it just shocks Niri? And who is paying for all these rallies being set up? Having said that, of course, it's better than just keeping quiet. Um, so, Ahuat, you know, okay, firstly, you, you bring up a couple of very interesting points. But I will say, though, that especially in the age of social media. But I would also say even before that, the way huge rallies and protests have historically um, made it to news around the world in a way that political developments or other stories of um, unjust behavior doesn't. I mean, if you just think of the the, the streams and, and oceans of people on the streets of London over the weekend um, or images that have been coming out of protests against um, Israel and in support of Palestine in the course of the last weeks, I feel like the point is maybe being heard, may, not in isolation, but as we see it happen in different places around the world. Look, we can also just simply say this, right? Um, the common complaint is that we only get to make our voices heard as citizens once every five years. And then the question is, is that enough? So if it's not enough, then what other forms of it are there? There is, um, you know, trying to get your MP or uh, whoever represents you, your Adun, to, to participate, to hear from you. Um, there is participating in... Um, in meetings and the like when they're called for, or frankly, there are rallies. <laughs> you know, mm. they, I, so I, I think that if you rally to make a point, is your point heard? It depends on how many people were there. And this time there were a lot. So um, that's just something to consider. In this case, who is paying for the rally setup? Um, there were organisers. I mean, there were organisers. Yeah, yes. this is not one of those. Um, organic, let's all show up kind of um, things. You know, this was a thing that was formally organised by Viva Palestina Malaysia as well as Humanitarian Care Malaysia. So uh, hopefully, Ahwat, that answers some of your points. So Lee Jun, meanwhile, is um, drawing comparisons to the struggles of other groups um, and saying, I don't mean to trivialise the suffering of the Palestinians, but elephant in the room, any rallies for the Rohingyas or the Uyghurs, they're also prosecuted in their own countries. Yeah, um, actually, this is a point that's been made by a number of people. I I will just say that... um, I will just say that... The drawing of those three groups together seemed to me, uh, Legion, partly to be driven by religion. And that's something that I think some people are trying to move further away from, pointing out that this is a human rights issue, that it doesn't have to be a religious or culturally led issue. So that there is just that. Um, but yeah, of course, I, I've also been seeing people call for attention for uh, towards the violence in Sudan. So mm. in general, I think that there is a lot of... There's a lot of suffering and it's it's difficult to pay equal attention to all. But in the age of the internet, folks are trying. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. 
For more stories of the same kind, download the VFM app.